Lord. Thank you, Brother Mike. Thank you, Lord. Let's all stand to our feet. The Bible says to give honor where honor is due tribute to the Word of God. Amen. Amen. God's, God's love letters to us are going to be opened this morning in our midst. Father, we praise you and we just thank you today. What an awesome day, Lord, to declare the goodness of God. Father, we declare that we're glad we're living right now. We declare, Lord, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Father, you've equipped us, you've empowered us, you've blessed us, and you've sent us out. So we praise you for the day, uh, this day, Lord. And I ask a blessing on the gift and on the giver as we give you all the praise and the glory for it in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. amen. Well, no, stand, say standing. Just wave at somebody. Just turn around and wave at somebody. Amen. The day's coming when we'll be hugging and kissing. The day's coming. Amen. We're going to look back and say, what was that goofy stuff that was going on? Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord. It's a great day to be alive. Amen. In the book of Esther, it says she was, she was made for that day. So I'm not trying to get out of this day. I'm just glad that the Lord put us in this day. He thought so highly of us. He thought so highly of our generation that he put us right today to declare the goodness of God, to stand and declare it, that no weapon formed against us can prosper, no evil, no plague come nigh my dwelling place. Come on now. Thank you, Lord. We have to declare it. Jonathan asked me earlier in the week what was the title for my sermon, and I, I just said, Speak to Your Mountain. Yeah. You know, we get into a habit of talking about our mountain. Have you ever met that person that all they want to do is talk about their mountain? But just sometimes we just need to be, well, shut up. Talk to that booger. Talk to that booger. 2 Timothy 3. 2 Timothy 3. I don't know if I've ever preached on 2 Timothy 3. <laughs> Hallelujah. This know that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Now, to me, what's amazing about this is that before the creation of everything, before the canonizing of these 66 books, God, he starts at the back and then works forward. So this is written probably over 2,500 years ago, and it says, but know this, something's going to happen. Perilous times shall come. Now, boy, to define the word perilous, it is uh, no bueno para nada. Perilous is, is bad. And it says in the last days, now this is not, this means it's over. The last days it's not the, the halftime or the third quarter. It means the game is, is over. Go home. 
perilous times shall happen. Now, and you usually think, and there are signs of, of, of the Lord's coming, uh, and there are earthquakes and the moon and the sky and all that stuff. But what the, the writer is saying here, he's talking about how man is going to start acting. Men are going to be lovers of themselves. Well, see, when you love yourself, you don't have any room to love God. When you love yourself, you don't have room to love anyone else. It's a selfishness that is running rampant in the world today. Everybody wants their right, their say, and their opinion. And because of technology and this phone we hold in our pocket, I can broadcast my feelings, my hurts, my opinions, my disagreements. I can reach thousands of people by just pushing a little button on my phone. I can take a picture of something. And I can say something about that picture that can be totally false, but it doesn't matter. Men will be lovers of themselves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. Another way to say that is disobedient to authority. Speeders do not like cameras. Why do they complain about cameras at stoplights? Who would, who would complain about a camera at a stoplight? The lawbreaker. Folks, I don't have to worry about a camera at a stop slight. Don't say a word, Mary Jean. <laughs> I don't have to worry. I'm not fearful when I get in my car and I go driving. If I'm driving, coming to church this morning, I'm doing 66 miles an hour, and the police car comes up right beside me, doing a little bit faster. Thank you, Jesus. Bye. Come on now. You know what I'm talking for? Because I'm, I'm not lawless. We are lawful. Yes. Lawless people do not like authority. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Despisers of those that are good. In the last days, good is going to call, be called bad, and bad is going to be called good. This, I don't know if you know about it or not, but there was a man of a large company in the United States, and he just happened to go to the White House, just happened to go to the White House to see the president. And as soon as people found out that this man went to the White House, they called for a boycott of his company. That's sick. Just because someone went to the White House, they don't even know if the man liked the president. He may have just went. <laughs> but because he went to the White House, there's an all-out call. Everybody gets on their little phones and iPads, boycott this company. Well, guess what happened? They had more sales than they've ever had in their life. 
But see, you're noticing that, right? You're noticing that lawlessness is running rampant. People are taking over cities to protest. And, you know, protesting, protest is good. Amen? Protest is good when it's civil. But it no longer is a protest when people start damaging property and, and destroying stuff. It, it no, it's a riot now. Are you seeing it? Okay. Perilous times in the last days. Traitors, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of self without natural affections. I won't go any further than that. But the Lord from Genesis to Revelation is saying, beware. But I like verse 14. All Scripture. No, I'm sorry, verse 16. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. The Scripture, ladies and gentlemen, is what we live by. The Scripture of God is what we drink in every morning. The Scripture of God is what we read throughout the day. The Scripture, the Word of God, Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Life is in the Scriptures. It tells us what's right. It tells us what's not right. Tells me how to get right. And then tells me how to stay right. Good night. Mark 11. Mark 11. One of the famous scriptures. Mark 11:22 says, "Have faith in God." For verily I say unto you, this is Jesus, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say to this mountain. Folks, we have a bunch of mountains in the world right now. But it's not saying that we continually talk about them, which is if you turn on the TV, it doesn't matter which cesspool you listen to. It's all about the mountain. But Jesus said here, Whosoever shall say unto your mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt, not doubt in his heart, but believe that whatsoever things he saith. I don't think we have the revelation of how powerful our words are. The Bible tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs says a man's belly is satisfied by the fruit of his lips. Well, we all know that. How many of you ever spoken a word that, that broke a relationship? It just took a word. It just took one, one coarse word uh, spoken can crush the heart of an individual. That's how powerful words are. But he believed that whatsoever things he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Wow. Seeing is on the other side of our confessing. 
What are we confessing? I'm confessing that greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. I'm confessing that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I'm confessing that I'm more than a conqueror through him that loved me. Someone gave this definition of a conqueror was a, a prize fighter that won the, that won the championship and they gave him $10,000 was his prize. This is years ago. And he goes home and he's a conqueror. But then he handed that $10,000 to a wife. She became the conqueror. Our today is formulated by the words we spoke yesterday. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm the above and not beneath. I spoke that yesterday, and today I am. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I spoke it yesterday, and I'm living it today. I confess yesterday that no weapon formed against me can prosper, no evil, no plague, and I'm my dwelling place. I'm experiencing that today. Come on now. You're living today what you've been confessing in your past. Thank you, Lord. Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Hallelujah. The church is God's desire. The promises of God in the church are God's desire. That we're going to be standing when all of this stuff is over with, we're going to be standing. And we're going to be proclaiming. Because see, just as he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, God says you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to take you to the Old Testament just for a minute. If you'll go to 2 Chronicles 20. To me, it's kind of a picture of, of where we are today. 2 Chronicles 20 is the story of Jehoshaphat is the king. He's the president of Israel. He's a young man. He's 35 years old. He, he, he took office when he was young. But Jehoshaphat, Israel is getting to face a very serious, dire situation. The survival of the nation of Israel is at stake. There are people, and they list them, the Moabites, the Ammonites. They want to come and destroy the nation of Israel. And there's a bunch of them. And they came to Jehoshaphat and they said... There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on the side of Syria, and behold, they be in Hazaron tomorrow, which is in Engadi. Verse 3. Josephat heard a bad report. Being the president of Israel at that time, the king, a bad report had been given to him that, a, that armies stronger than the Israeli armies were coming. They're coming. 
So what did the president of Israel do? It says here, Jehoshaphat feared, which means gave reverence to Jehovah. He didn't go running around. He didn't try to escape. He didn't try to build up a military army. It just said Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. Wow. He's not fearful. He's not trying to run. He's not trying to muster up his troops. Let's get the, oh, let's build our army up. Now, there, there, there's a time for that. But, but for a time like this, it said he feared God and he set himself to seek the Lord. Now, I happen to live with one of the greatest seekers of the Lord around. Amen. Pastor Mary Jean seeks the Lord. If it ain't working, God tell me why. She seeks God. At, she does. If it ain't working, there's a reason. She seeks God. And he proclaimed a fast throughout all the land. See, he, he put it on the people. He's not going to God and say, God, show up and show off. No, he's talking to the people. And he said, this is what we're going to do as servants of Jehovah. We're going we're to declare fast. Now, we understand when you think of fast, you think of food. But when you look up the real meaning of fasting, it means to fast your tongue. See, guys, we need to be all speaking the same thing. We're one nation under God, indivisible. What, where our victory is, is that we speak the same thing. In a family, that's so important to speak the same thing. So it said he declared a fast. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. In our fasting time, we're calling out to God. Amen? I mean, that's, a, that's an honorable thing to do during these times is to cry out to God. Mary Jean, Mary Jean does that. She, she's crying out because she wants an answer. Uh, she shared the other day. <clears throat> she had been praying the wrong way, and, the, and, and, and she wondered why. And the Lord told her and re, impressed her. She said, oh, yeah, I've been praying the wrong thing. See, when you seek God, that's what God does. Amen? Hallelujah. They gathered together and asked help of the Lord. And, Je and Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. And Jehoshaphat said, here we come. He's not going to talk about his mountain. He's going to talk to his mountain. Hallelujah. And Jehoshaphat said, and he's going to God. And he's telling, letting God know who he is. You ever remind God sometime who he is? He said, God in heaven, you're the ruler over all the kingdoms of the heathen. And in thine hand is there not power and might that there is none is able to withstand thee. Are you listening, God? I'm telling you who you are. Are not thou God who did drive out the inhabitants of this land? Hallelujah. If when evil comes upon us 
as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before your house. I'm excited about what's getting ready to happen. Amen. Hey, they're still coming. The bad folks are still coming. And in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, I cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou will hear and help. Here we go. Here, here's what's getting ready to happen. We've been told we need to wear masks. In California, the governor even said you can't sing in church. They don't want you singing in church because when you sing, more stuff comes out of your mouth. They want you to wear a mask. And, and hey, I know it's safety, but I'm just what the devil's doing. But they don't want you to sing in church. And Jehoshaphat, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but the Lord's. Hallelujah. Come on now. For the battle is not yours, but the Lord. You shall not need to fight. Set yourself. Set yourself. <laughs> and Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. <sighs> Verse 20. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Lord. And when he had consulted with the people, they've prayed to God. They've reminded God who he is. And now he goes to the leadership. He consults with his people. And they said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to send out the singers and the praisers. We're going to praise God. Now, folks, this is a nation that's on the brink of uh, being no more. I mean, there's a lot of stuff at stake here. God's chosen special country. So he goes to the people and he says, here's what we're going to do. And they're getting ready. How are we going to fight? What are we going to do? He said, we're going to send the ones with the tutus on. We're going to send the singers and the praisers out to yeah. glorify God. So see, now this, this is what does. See, if we are in this world, then we fight like this world. And see, the world expects us to fight like them. 
That's what they're expecting. They're all, I mean, they're all, they're, they're, they got their swords and their spears and their, their shields. I mean, they are there. They're just waiting to whoop up on Israel. Because they wanted Israel to act like they were acting. And all of a sudden, they heard something. They, they heard praise and worship. Praise and worship got louder. It got louder and it got louder. Because it was different than what the enemy had expected, they said, the Bible says they turned on each other. Their destruction came from inside of them. <laughs> they killed each other. The Ammonites, the Moabites, they killed each other. And read, your, and, and read the history. It said it took three days for the Israelites to go through and pick up all the booty. Why did they have booty? They're, they're fighting a battle. Why would they take their gold and their silver and their precious stuffs to the battlefield? Well, they did. And it took three days for the Israelites to pick it all up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we sing, we sing some awesome songs, don't we? That new song today, wasn't that an awesome song? You know, these songs come from heaven. These, these songs are up there, and then somebody with the Spirit of God connects with that and writes the song. Now, now they probably think they wrote it, but all they did was just hear from God, and they wrote it. In the last days, perilous times will come, but... In these perilous times, we're going to stand the tallest and the strongest. Praying for our nation, amen? For the divide that's in our nation now. Folks, we need to be praying. I don't care whose side you're on. You need to be praying. This is a pivotal time. Uh, this, this coronavirus, I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. Now, I, I feel bad for people that are... Uh, that are dying from that is terrible. You can't get in the hospital. I, I, I'm not denying all of that. But uh, Jesus is greater than the coronavirus. Prayer of faith shall save the sick. Thank you, Lord. We're blessed. And I believe the devil loves it. When we're separated out, I, I can't wait for the time when we can all be back together. And we can, our praise and worship is awesome. Uh, and seeing us that are here today, uh, uh, Pastor Mike said, what a blessing it is. What a blessing it is. You're safe. Some are wearing uh, face masks. That's awesome. We're separated from each other, not spitting on one another. Usually I can hit the first row from here, but I'm not, I'm not trying to. God's on our side. His word's on our side. We're going to make it. We're going to make it through this stuff that we're going through. Amen. 
better than before. Amen. Yeah, we're not going back to, someone said we're going back to normal. I don't want to go back to normal. We're going to go, we're going to be stronger. Uh, and hey, all we got to do is our part. Fear God. Seek his face. If you need to fast, watch, watch what you're saying. And start praising and worshiping God. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I'm amazed in Acts 16 of uh, Paul and Silas. Weren't they the ones thrown into jail? Not just thrown into the prison, thrown into the inner prison. That was their coronavirus. They were shackled. No light. No, the sanitation was bad. And they looked at one another and they said, you know, this is a great time to praise God. And it said they started praising God and the prisoners heard them. See, that's that world out there. See, when we start doing our part, the world starts seeing something. And not only are our chains broken, but their chains were broken. Wow. Praise and worship does that. Amen. Thank you. Stand to your feet with me this morning. Give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for talking to us this morning. Amen. Lord, thank you for being real. Thank you for investing your kingdom inside of me. Let's get a hold of that, folks. Thank you, Lord, for in injecting me with the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead abides in me and you. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead has been injected. If you've received Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior, if you confess that he is Lord, you've been injected. You're not going to need no virus, no venom, no injection. You already got the injection. If someone says, have you been tested? Oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord, I've been tested. And I've been found righteous. Speak to your mountain. Call it by name if you have to. I, I, I had a situation, before I even knew this stuff, I, I had a situation and I had a, an issue in my life. And I couldn't seem to break it. I couldn't seem to break it. And I'd ask forgiveness. I'd ask forgiveness from God. And, and I'd say, Father, forgive me. And he, he was very patient with me for a while. And, and it happened again, and I'm asking for forgiveness. And, and the Lord says, uh, I said, please forgive me, Lord. And he said, for what? I said, well, you know. <laughs> I said, you know, thank you, Lord. He said, no, no, what, 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 are, you, what are you talking about? Well, Lord, you know. You know everything, right? He said, for what, Jack? And I had to say it. I had to say it. And when I said it, it filled the sky with my sin. I said, Lord, I didn't want to go there. 
It filled the sky with my sin. And it was like the Lord started a rainfall and it melted it all away. Hallelujah. God wants to do that in everyone's life. If we ask for forgiveness, we receive it. He says he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness if we say it, if we ask for it. Bow your heads real quickly. Father God, we praise you. We thank you. There's nothing more powerful than your word. If you're here this morning and you're dealing with something or if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, you know, and it's the simplest thing in the world to say, Lord, I'm a sinner. You said you love me when I'm a sinner. Would you save me? Would you, would you come into my heart? I want to make you Lord of my life. Is there anyone here today that you've never done that? Maybe today would be your day and you'd say, Pastor, I don't know if I've ever invited Jesus Christ into my heart, but I want him into my life. I want to be injected with the love and the mercy and the grace of God. If there's no one that wants to do that, Lord, I just pray that for all of us. We that are saved, Father, that we start walking in the power that you've filled us with, Lord. We thank you for today, Lord. We thank you that you call us by name. You call us by name. It, it says someplace I was reading in Psalms that our name is written in the palm of God. Oh, Jesus. That's how much he thinks about us. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you for touching my children. Thank you for touching my grandchildren. Thank you for touching my spouse. Thank you for touching my job. Thank you, Lord. He's well able and willing. Father, we praise you and we just thank you for it. Lord, we're excited about this week. We'll be, uh, Pastor Jack and Michelle will be back in the podium next week. I want us to be sure and welcome them back with a big uh, a hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We've got some great pastors here at the church, and they do nothing but pray and seek your face. We're a blessed congregation. Amen. Hallelujah. If you didn't bring your offering up, you can throw it in the bucket, the, can, the canister, the whatever's back there. You can throw it in. Hallelujah. You look good today. You look good today. You're smiling. Thank you, Lord. Are you victorious? Are you the head, not the tail, above and not beneath? Amen. Are you persevering? You know, not just, not just uh, maintaining. You're going over. You're more than a conqueror in Jesus' name. God bless everyone. Shake a hand, hug a neck if you can, or wave to somebody.